All right, it's a new week. That means a new episode of Fixing Your Kanban with professional Kanban trainers, Todd Miller, Don Vacanti, and me, Ryan Ripley. I just want to start this episode with a written statement. I've been asked to apologize for a Kanbanabunga <laughs> from the exit of the last episode, and I will never say that statement again. That's good. Thank you. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> hopefully everyone's uh so hopefully you've caught the first two videos of this series right we started with whip limits and how that helps us get to a stable and ultimately a predictable system we've talked about throughput so which helps us now that we have a predictable system that helps us start forecasting um the multiple things that could be done within a time period like a period of time that you define and so this week we're going to do a quick survey of cycle time Right. And so, Dan, again, same same tee up, same premise from the previous two. When it comes to cycle time, what's so important about this? What does it enable? And maybe even how do we get started with this? If we could go into like those three pieces and just let let you kind of take a big crack at it. And then we'll ask you some questions along the way. Sure. Just 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 first, I want to say, I know I said this before, but it kind of kind of freaks me out that, you know, we're all wear, we all wore the same thing for three weeks in a row. That's, <laughs> That's kind weird, of, right? Just I, kind of, yeah. I haven't so. changed since. <laughs> since three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. All right. Cy cycle time. You'll remember from you'll remember from the last video that when we're dealing with metrics, first thing we have to have is that point at which we consider work to have started and the point at which we consider work to have finished or reverse those for the video. Um right. Cycle time, then, once you have those two points defined, at a minimum, you have to have those two points defined. Uh, cycle time, then, is just simply defined as the total amount of elapsed time uh, that occurs between those two points. So when an item crosses that start point, we start our stopwatch, leave the stopwatch running. When it crosses that, stop, uh, that end point, you stop the stopwatch. Total amount of elapsed time. So no subtracting out weekends, no subtracting out holidays, no subtracting out nights, you know, none of that stuff. It's just the total amount of elapsed time. Why elapsed time? Because that's what our customers care about. That's how our customers think about the world. And as much as possible, we want our our Kanban metrics to be in the language of the customer. We don't want them to have to necessarily uh, adapt to how we think. Um, keep in mind that you can have multiple start and end points throughout your process. So you could theoretically, and I wouldn't want to say theoretically, maybe should be measuring multiple cycle times throughout your process. That's perfectly, perfectly valid. And as I said, in most contexts, even necessary. Uh, so you can have multiple of those. Why do we care about cycle time? Um, because fundamentally, when when you're doing flow, when you're doing anything, really, when when you're delivering value for your customer, you think you know what is valuable, but you don't. The right. only time that you know something is valuable is when you get it in your hands, at the hands of your customer. So generally speaking, the reason we care about cycle time is because we want to get stuff into the hands of our customers as quickly as possible, not because we want to get stuff done fast, but because we want that feedback as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. So I know do you get one of you guys want to jump in with that. Um, I was actually thinking, Dan, I was, when I heard you say the word finished, right. I, I, I was going to pull on that a little bit and say, well, what do you mean by finished? Because finished could mean uh, many things, but I think you just answered it there. And I think that's one thing to call out to be very explicit about. And in the Kanban guide, right in the definition of Kanban, it says Kanban is a strategy for optimizing the flow of value through a process, right? This isn't, uh, it's the flow of really potential value, but we don't know what we don't know. So if finished to you means we're passing it off to another department 
we're giving it to another area that they then need to do with it. We need to be kind of cautious about the language that we're using when we say finish. Finish in this is, it's it's done. The customer has it. Is that okay to say? Um, I think so. I mean, but I mean, if if you're talking about that that downstream step potentially being our customer that that's what we need feedback from is that downstream yep. step yep. that's then that's that's what we need when we want that as quickly as possible the last thing we want is building up a whole bunch of work that is dependent on this downstream step um that, that we're, not, we're not getting feedback from um yeah. so yep. so yeah so absolutely but it's 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 yeah it's it's about the process um i think we're going with this is as much as possible where we can align finish to get it in your customer's hands yes whoever that customer is and wherever that customer is defined that's what we care about. Yeah. And let's be explicit about what finished means. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. So, uh, Ryan, I think I answered two of the three questions you said. What was that? Yeah. So, so getting started, I, I want to make sure there's, I think the survey is great, kind of given that, that high level overview. And of course, mm-hmm. the, the Kanban guide at prokanban.org and, and Kanban, kanbanguides.org are, are great resources as well. But as far as getting started, like, yep. what would your recommendation in general? Of course, every flow system and every context is different, right? But when it, when it comes to getting started, Dan, what do you think is uh, most important here? Yeah, so this is, this is one of the reasons why I love teaching the professional Scrum with Kanban class, um, it, it, you know, is, is, is because um, Scrum is, is very explicit, you know, in the framework around, you know, who, who has what accountabilities. Um, right. And so essentially in terms of getting started, I like to I, I like to coach teams to get started with, um, you know, controlling what they can control. Right? Let's let's define those boundaries of the of the Kanban process within within you know what what we can control. Um, pretty quickly, you'll get really good at, at those at those boundaries, and we'll want to talk about okay, what's happening upstream, what's happening downstream, what's happening in other parts of the organizations. Uh, but but to get started, you know, um, if if uh, if controlling what you can control means. Um, you know, the, the, the second, if you're doing software, the second that a developer starts writing software, well, okay, that's, that's started, you know? Um, so it's, 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 I don't know if, you, if either of you want to elaborate on that, but that's, that's, that's really where to get going. And then over time, what you will do is you will slowly expand the boundaries of your Kanban system outward right. to start incorporating some of these other questions that we might want to answer. Or you might even start making orgi- organizational changes that allow you to expand the boundaries. Yep. Right. So I think that's a good, it's a good catalyst for, or internal or organizational or systemic or whatever word you want to use change uh, in the, in the environment that you're working in, because as you see the limits of how far out you can control versus what impacts you, it starts making that transparent. Right. And then suddenly cycle times are impacted on individual pieces of work. And then you can run experiments. Well, if we change the way we were organized or structured, does it go up or down? And it gives us this, this, this boundary, but also this means to verify are the changes we're making to our system actually having an impact yep. right yep and and i uh, you know i, I to, to, keep, to keep the video short i just want to end with a disclaimer there are so many other dimensions to cycle time that we're not going to get into here that i'm hoping hoping that we can cover in in later videos you know um b- back to the premises around predictability as ryan as you just said back to back around you know understanding if we're improving things like that they're, yep. they're all all other applications for for cycle time but for me the reason you focus on cycle time is to get that faster. The reason you care about shortening cycle times is to get that faster customer feedback. Love it. Excellent. 
All right, everybody, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button so that you can see the follow-up videos that we create about cycle time. And well, maybe someday we'll even talk about cycle time scatter plots and what that leads to and, and all that fun stuff. But for now, we're going to leave the discussion on cycle time here. And next week, we're going to go to, I think we're heading off to item aging. The most important metric of them all, yes. Yeah, so be sure to hit that like and subscribe button so you know that so you know exactly when item aging drops. Check out the videos below. We hope that those help uh, in your Kanban practices as well. Check out the socials for updates on this and other videos from Agile for Humans. And uh, you know what? Next week, item aging, we'll see you there. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on!